It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Full of frustration. Full of despair. From years of hurt, disappointment, and relegation. Two British football fans have had enough. Canary Bird Elliot Holman and Wanderer Henry Hewitt are in search of glory, pride, passion, in search of silverware. And they found Major League Soccer. Ah, welcome along to another episode of the MLS UK show. I'm Elliot Holman. And I'm Henry Hewitt. Go on. I don't know. Guess him! It had to happen at some point. Yeah, I proudly walked into the studio today with my Atlanta shirt and thought, right, well, I've had to put up with Orlando shirts on the desk. I've had to put up with all sorts. So today... It's an Atlanta shirt, which is brilliant because it's always going to be in frame for uh, when you're on screen. So That's the best shirt as well, by the way. That's the, the OG, isn't it? Mm, yeah, it is good, that one. <sighs> MLS Cup 1. Yes. Uh, yeah, you, you never know what this year's could be. <laughs> <laughs> come, on, come on, let's not get too ahead of ourselves. Uh, the main discussion from the, uh, from the Orlando camp, uh, Orlando City UK, before the game was... We haven't lost to Miami yet. We haven't lost to Atlanta, but we play one of you every week. <laughs> so it's going to happen at some point. It, uh, I, you, you know, like we've had the odd moments where we've filmed a podcast, maybe straight after Orlando yeah. beating Orla- Atlanta. But the majority of the time, I don't, I don't think we've even mentioned it. It's just, we play each other so much now. I, it's just, 
Here we go again. After the last episode. No, the last episode. How many people agreed with me, though? Everyone was on board with it. Okay, yeah, they were. But (laughs) you drew to Miami and you was like, oh, it doesn't matter this year because we're playing everyone all the time. We're not playing any different teams. And now you've lost to Atlanta and you're saying exactly the same thing. I'm just breathing (laughs) it in. And uh, you think, if you listen back to a few seasons ago, if I was smug then, oh, I'm going to be smug today. No, I'll allow it. It's fine. You know, you you needed the points more than we did. We sure did, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, we've kind of, um, you know, if you love someone, you should set them free. I, I've set <laughs> New England Revolution free. They've yeah, gone. Yeah. Uh, so we're kind of just in this no man's land of going to make the playoffs, not going to win it. So so you're, gonna, you're saying at the moment that you're second. If New England have gone, you're mm. second in the East then. Uh, well, you, you know, not <laughs> quite. Um, but I kind of... It's, it's been a while since we've really, um, well, been a while. It's been a lo- long while coming, us being up the top. Now we're there. I'm kind of like, well, as long as you make the playoffs. <laughs> now we're, I was literally spent five years of my life miserable. Now we're there. I'm like, well, I suppose as long as we make the playoffs. I don't yeah, care. but as you said last episode, you might as well just finish the season now. No one cares. Yeah, well, that's true. <laughs> Uh, we're going to talk more about Atlanta beating Orlando for the first time in six games. Do we need to, really? Uh, yes, we do. And everything else that happened in MLS this weekend. Is it actually weekend. six? I think it was, yes. Yeah, wow. Like I think Atlanta didn't lose in nine and then Orlando didn't lose in six. Uh, what a ridiculous like battle that's been going on. Yeah, so it's in sections. So that means Atlanta now won't lose for another five games at least, <laughs> which is six weeks, basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, also on the show, we've got uh, Henry's Guide to Toronto. I thought I should try and cheer some uh, Torontonians up. Yeah, that, that season over, isn't it? Yeah, and uh, we've got uh, returning for this week, we've got uh, three lies on the show that you've prepared. Uh, no, it's a Jason Christ. Jason Christ is right. Is it? Yeah. Oh. You told me it was free lines on Did the I? show, yeah. Oh, that's my bad. It's, it's a Jason Cries. Uh, there we go. Well, you uh, have you done that on purpose? You thought he's going to be so smug, I'm going to make him look stupid by <laughs> telling him. In the uh, a five minutes prep a meeting we have before the podcast, I'm going to tell him the wrong thing. It's because in my head I was I was thinking, <laughs> oh, I should have done a three lies. So then when you said, oh, have you got a crisis right or a three lies? I've probably gone, yeah, three lies. <laughs> Apologies. Uh, uh, also, we're going to be looking at this weekend in MLS as well. And I think we all realise... You told me we were looking at the Premier League. <laughs> yeah. And we potentially, we do, have new MLS UK show championship champions. Ooh. So we're looking at that as well. Uh, but first, as like any other episode of the MLS UK show, uh, hopefully this week, unless he's lied to me again... <laughs> we have a game with a change in name it's good this week <laughs> this is a good one i'm excited for this one i had to check the uh check the list twice like santa today um to make sure that we hadn't done this person before uh i don't know why i said person they are male it's a <laughs> male footballer uh and they're currently uh 36 years old ah right okay right okay they're 36 years old let's cross live to henry hewitt for an early guess it's not Ronaldo. It's is not it? Ronaldo. <laughs> Ahead of his move to LA Galaxy. Oh, I mean, I, I said to you before, living in Manchester is just like I went out in Manchester on Saturday night, and if I hear that Viva Ronaldo song <laughs> sang, every pub, every bar, just people singing it. Yeah, there's um, there's a there was a festival in Manchester as well, wasn't there? Park Life at yeah. the weekend. Uh, so uh, Faith, who I do a show with on the radio, she said um, she lives in Manchester, and she said. Well, 
got visitors over from Italy at the minute and they've never been to the UK before. And I said, oh, it's great in Manchester. You just hop in an Uber, you can yeah. get anywhere or, um, you know, hop on the tram or the bus or... And she went, so on Saturday, <laughs> we tried to just go into town. Couldn't get an Uber, couldn't get on the tram. We couldn't get a bus. You can't drive anywhere because the city was gridlocked. Uh, and Ubers were costing like 25, 30 quid just to get into town. And she was like... It's not going well, this Ronaldo thing, is it? No. <laughs> no. Um, but it's not Ronaldo. Uh, this is a player who's played in the Premier League and in uh, MLS as well. Okay. And uh, they've played... I'm going to give you select teams because it would be quite easy, I think. Uh, so they've played for Inter Milan from right. 2001 to 2006. That feels a long time ago. Mm, yeah. Um, and then from Inter Milan, they moved to the Premier League. Right, okay. It's not Lukaku. Uh, they've also <laughs> played on loan. This is crucial on loan from their parent Premier League club. They played for Birmingham City, and they've honestly, absolute Seattle legend. Right. Okay. They played for Seattle, twenty thirteen to twenty fifteen. And do you know, in my in my head, the the time that this player was playing for Seattle was when. Uh, they started to put the MLS All-Stars on FIFA. No. And in my uned- uneducated view of MLS, I was like, what have we got these lot on here for? This is ridiculous. Um, and he was always in this team. Okay, I think I know. And I think there's a... How can I hint that I know without giving the answer away? Did this guy have a very unique goal celebration? Yes. Right, okay, I think I know. If you know, get in touch at MLS UK Show on Twitter and Instagram. Tell us where you're up to on the podcast when you realise. There's uh, a picture of them upside down. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you can also comment if you're watching on YouTube because it leaves a timestamp as well. And as we always say, don't go to the end, get the answer and come back and go, oh, I know, it's this person. Uh, no, we'd know, we'd know. And right now, a uh, little word from our sponsors via me. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK Show. Oh, hi, it's me again. Thanks, me. Uh, so, Soccer90.com is the place to go for all of your club and international gear. Every single MLS club is represented on Soccer90store.com. Head there right now. Yep, yeah, and if you find something you like, whether it be MLS or an international team or a European team, then put it in the t- your shopping bag in the checkout. If you put MLS UK in the um, checkout code, the discount code, I don't know what I'm talking about, <laughs> but uh, hopefully it all makes sense. Type MLS UK and you get an extra 25% off. And some of you may notice that we did a giveaway uh, last week or a few weeks ago. We will be revealing the winner of that very soon. Good job, mate. Can you believe they paid money for that? (laughs) The MLS UK Show. So let's have a look at what happened in MLS this last weekend then. And first of all, before we talk about Atlanta, Orlando or any other game, we need to celebrate something that we talked about on the last episode. It's a feature that unfortunately was one week and one week only. Elliot, I've put the special sound on there. Press the button. Have you seen what colour it's gone? It's gone orange. Houston finally won a game. And uh, uh, can I just speak for Orlando and say, Can I have one? <laughs> uh, Houston, well done. 3-0 against Austin. I couldn't believe it. On Saturday night, I was watching it going, well, it's 2-0 at half time. Surely Houston are going to mess this mm. up. Then I saw they were playing Austin and thought, hang on, they could actually win this. Uh, they did 3-0. 
It hurt. It hurts a little. It's not been good, has it? No, it's not. But uh, we talk about Austin a lot. Let's let's celebrate Houston. It's happened. Uh, they have got twenty two points now. So they are well. Toronto are probably. We'll talk about them later on. They're probably going to be get the wooden spoon. Uh, Houston, incredibly, despite not winning since the dawn of time, <laughs> are seven points clear of Toronto. They're gonna win the league. <laughs> uh, so well done to Houston and uh, the the feature, which was much loved and uh, it, not, it was very good. It went down very well. Not with Houston fans. Well, uh, in <laughs> things that has happened since uh, Houston last won a game, sadly. Is just for the one episode, but there will be other teams that it's uh, it's creeping up on. So we'll keep our eyes out. And if they get to, I think a new rule should be if they get to three months without a win, then we'll bring it back. Um, can I also just bring you something? Podcasters don't talk about their stats, their listening stats very often. Can I just can I just bring you a stat from last episode? Go on. Uh, not a single person listening in uh, Houston made it to the end of the episode. <laughs> Wonder why? Wonder uh, why? Not that they got really annoyed at us or anything. Um, <laughs> thanks for coming back, guys, if you are listening. Um, so, well done. Congratulations, Houston. We'll see if they can make it two wins out of two this week. But I'm not holding my breath. Um, Atlanta, Orlando, then. Uh, we, uh, we, uh. we touched upon it. We should talk about it more. I've got to say that when the teams got released, and I know Orlando have got a few injury troubles and players playing mm. uh, internationally, but when I saw that Martinez weren't playing for Atlanta and I saw that Nani, DK, Mueller coming off the bench for Orlando, I know Mueller's not scored in 10 games, but he was coming off the bench. I was like, oh, I'm worried here. Yeah. I'm worried this could be difficult. DK up front, I thought he could score a goal. If I was going to put a bet on it, I probably would have said DK to score. Yeah. And he didn't get a touch, really, in Atlanta. It was the best of, honestly, the best I've seen them play in a long, long time. It was brilliant. Yeah, I'll give you that. Um, I didn't watch the game because I was working, but um, from from everything I've I've looked at since, of good performance. Yeah, I've got to hold my hands up. Good performance. If you yeah. can shut Daryl DK out of a game, I know he's like not quite really up to fitness yet and no. stuff. But like, if you can if you can keep him quiet, you give yourself a massive chance. Yeah, and um, I I just think that Orlando didn't he didn't offer much attacking wise, and I think uh, rather than that be against Orlando. I think that's credit to Atlanta and uh, Pineda. That was a result he really needed. Lost the first game against Nashville and I know a few people were... Uh, we kind of said on this podcast, we said, is it, is it like uh, the Mikel Arteta effect? You you come from a successful side as an assistant, mm. can't do it as a head coach, but no, he did. Uh, and I thought the front three as well, to say that they've not played with each other much, were brilliant and um, they, we didn't miss Martinez at all. So fantastic and uh, Atlanta now just a point off the playoffs, or is it level? I don't even. Uh, we're either uh, no, we are a point off the playoffs. So um, exciting times. Hopefully, For we're you. going into the last third of the season. This is the time. This is the time to put a run together. So we'll see. What will happen is you'll get into the playoffs, draw Orlando, beat us. <laughs> After having an awful season. Well, we've got to play you four more times before oh. the end of the season for you to the next win. We know what happens. Do you know what? Atlanta, Orlando. We've played you so much, I don't even know if you're joking. I'm not even... <laughs> I Honestly, I don't know if that's true or not, that we're playing you four more times. Probably probably six. Um, I watched it on a uh, Fox stream. I've got to say, Stu Holden was presenting. And obviously oh, I've got, here we go. got a soft spot for Stu Here Stuart, we go, he played, Bolton. He played for Bolton. But he did really well as a, as a host. He hosted it. Brilliant. 
Well done, Stu. Yeah. Well done, mate. <laughs> um, uh, right, let's uh, let's move on then. Uh, let's go. I tell you what, let's start at the top of the East. This was a bit of a feisty game, this one. New England ended up beating NYCFC 2-1. They went 1-0 behind and then uh, ended up winning the game. I mean, we kind of, you joked before, but I think it's it's realistically now, New England are out and they're they're away. They're gone. Like if you, even if you look at the battle for the well, uh, NYCFC have got three games in hand. This is what this yeah, is. Yeah, but still, I mean, if you look at the battle for the supporters' shield, I mean, you know, it's pretty much game over as it is already. It's so. Still mad. It's still mad. I st- like. I one hundred percent like appreciate it and I admire it. Like, where have they come from? Uh, I just think they've got a. I, I just don't. I because I, you look at some of the play. You look at Bo, and you you know you look at the the players that have done really well this season. They had uh, they weren't a horrific team. I just don't think they had a head coach to put everything together, and I think they've got one now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who has uh, really put them together? One thing I want to ask though, because um, you know New England won, and and of what I saw of the game, they deserved to win. I thought, um, especially after the sending off, it was all New England. It was always going to be, but at one one. There was an incident where uh, Kessler pushed uh, Castellanos over. It was a free kick about to come in. And I don't know what Castellanos was doing, but he was annoying him, uh, which is ironic, really, because Kessler, obviously, the, the week before, uh, there was a lot of... Um, it went viral, what he was doing to waste time and wind up Philadelphia Union. Yeah. But he pushed Castellanos over and got a yellow card for it, even though it was not during open play. Should that have been a penalty? I don't know the official rules. I don't know whether if it happens off the ball when the game is dead, whether it is it can be a penalty or not. But if that's technically a foul in the box, Uh it's a good point. I think if it, if a penalty was given, I probably wouldn't have batted an eyelid. I'd have just gone along with it. Mm. I think you'd be annoyed if it's against you. This is the issue. Okay, so Castianos has got this in him. He's got this nasty streak, and so, sometimes you don't mind. There's players that yeah. kind of carry it. And you only see it like one percent of the time. Nanny's got it. It's it's nowhere near the Castellanos level, but I think we see it a little bit too much from Castellanos. If I'm honest with you, mm, well, I think there's some players. If you are a good player and you score goals, or you do whatever position mm. you're playing, if you're really good, you can get away with it. If he's someone that doesn't perform, but it's just a yeah, 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 just yeah. nasty. Then yeah, there's an issue. But I think Castellanos falls in the bracket of he can get away with it. Uh, but yeah, two one New England Revolution. New NYCFC. They, they've obviously they've got three games in hand. They've, mm. they've dropped a bit. Of, they've not really played that well in the last few games. I know they've had injuries and stuff. Yeah. Four points off the playoffs. But I mean, we we're confident that they'll stay in the playoffs, right? Yeah, absolutely. For me, it's it's starting to become quite clear now. I think. Do mm. you, do you think look at, looking at that? I know NYCFC. Lot of games in hand for yeah. me. No brainer that they're there. Nashville. Love seeing them up there. I know they're ahead of Orlando, but I, I don't mind it. Yeah, well, you look at the East and, and yeah, you, you say they're Nashville there. So New England Revolution, 55 points. Nashville, 41. Orlando, 38. NYCFC, 34. Then you've got Philadelphia, 32. DC, Montreal, 31. Atlanta, Miami. All these teams we'll talk about in a moment. But I would say from Philadelphia down, uh, that's where the, there's, the position's going to change. And, you're in. You're hoping uh, so. <laughs> yeah, but you're in danger. You're either in danger of dropping out, or you you could drop. You know, go into the playoffs. I would say the four that are locked for me are up to NYCFC. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Nashville haven't lost at home yet. 
And mm. this, the you know that is, if you're not going to make the playoffs on that form, I don't know, I don't know what you have to do. Um, Orlando for me, it's, yeah, it, we've not even been good. I this is it's so such a weird year. Yeah, we haven't been good, but you're still highest position and, you've and, ever been, and really. that is why Nashville are there as well. It, mm. It's it's more the consistency than than anything. I think I don't think I've seen us play three games in a row and been like wow we were amazing that week you know um but yeah so you know you've only got to look at the likes of columbus struggling uh atlanta were struggling miami have got supposedly you know a great roster and it's not quite happening so i I think those teams being out down there kind of allows teams like orlando to be pretty average and and still be locked in there yeah, uh, but I mean, the, the consistency is a good point. And you look at Nashville, their last three wins, they've gone to Montreal and won and then beat an NYCFC yeah. and then gone to Atlanta and won. They're three tough games and they've gone and won it. And it's funny how you say there that Orlando haven't been playing particularly that well. Nashville uh, are playing fantastic, yet there's only three points in it. Yeah. It's, it's funny how the different mindsets, and I don't think there's going to be one Nashville fan that's going to look at that and go, Oh yeah, we could have done better. No, no, I, no, I agree. I think they're two clubs in, in very different positions. I think there's a lot of expectation on Orlando these days and it's because of the roster. It's because of the investment. It's because of the takeover, the coach. And I think they're on a journey. I don't think they're anywhere near where they, where that particular roster could be. Orlando fans might disagree with me. I just, feel like we haven't been that great and i just think if we'd played 10 games and been like this i'd be like we could we could win this league because if we kick on mm. and actually start performing we could do really well but obviously new england are gone now <laughs> absolutely gone do you think new england doing so well has made you think that because let's let's take new england out of the whole league mm. then suddenly orlando are second in the east and then they're only seven points off seattle for the supporters shield would you be thinking differently then or do you, would you still think no not? do you know what it is we played good football last season mm. and this year it hasn't i haven't watched us and been like we're amazing mm. and i think that's why i think we set the standard last year and it's not really we're not we've got the results but not played the the football okay um Montreal are just in the playoff area, but with Atlanta chasing them and Miami chasing them, they may be a bit nervous. Miami have, have suddenly pulled some form together. Uh, you know, if Nashville have beaten Montreal, NYCFC and Atlanta, which is impressive, Miami have won four in five, but they've beaten the likes of Chicago and Toronto. Um, they beat Columbus at the weekend. They're beating the teams that are around them. And that's another thing in MLS. And I think when you look at the, the teams at the bottom, who we've already mentioned, aren't, haven't been nowhere near consistent enough to even trouble the playoffs. Suddenly Miami are picking up a bit of consistency, winning the games they should be. And now they're on the, the they're in touch with the playoffs and they could easily make a playoff place. Well, they're clawing it back. This is the thing. The start of the season, it was so disappointing. They were in a real poor run of form. We were talking about Neville getting sacked and Beckham having to have that difficult conversation. They've now won as many games at home as they've lost. And mm. that certainly wasn't the case a few weeks ago. So uh, that's, you, that's, we all know, you, you win your home games, you make the playoffs. It's simple. There's no need to delve into anything complicated. That's how it works. And they're starting to claw it back now. Um, And they've had good results on the road as well. Four losses, but they've won three games on the road. So that's why they're clawing at at Montreal, who sort of 
just clinging on in there. Yeah, I think Montreal, uh, it'll be interesting to see how they end the season. And like I said before, we're in, we're into the last third of the season now. Yeah. There's so many teams that if they put a run together, if you win more, if you win the majority, say you win four or five games, you're in the playoffs. Yeah. So it's really like a mini season now to get in. Um, Cincinnati won one home game. Well, yeah, they've won <laughs> one now. Uh, so you never know they could win the next eight games I'd very much doubt that's going to happen the comeback's on um, but told you I was on the Cincy train <laughs> uh, just a point though before we talk about Cincinnati on Columbus uh, they've lost eight out of nine yet they're only four points off the playoffs um, I, I, do you think they're lucky or, or I mean would you put any money on them potentially getting in the playoffs it's the same for me the same reason Orlando are up there is the reason Columbus is still alive hmm They've not been good. It's been so. I'm so disappointed with Columbus. I can't tell you from a from somebody who started watching MLS five six years ago. Love the fact that Caleb Porter's there because I've seen him do it at, at Portland. Love Nagby being there because we've seen him do it at Columbus, at Portland, at Atlanta. Uh, everything everything's in place. You, you know my feelings on a certain winger at Columbus. I I just think that's a that's a that's a team, and it's yeah. Something's something's not right. I, I I worry because I think there's way more chance that Atlanta rally than mm. Columbus because Atlanta are on the, on the up. Um, but at least in Miami, in Columbus, you look at that game and it's two teams that have at least got something to play for this season. Um, you mentioned the FC Cincinnati first win at home at TQL. It's a finally come uh, against a team where we probably would have expected it would come against Toronto. This was a this was a proper dead game. These two are not doing anything no. for the rest of the season. So it was good for FC Cincinnati that they finally got that win. Toronto's 11th loss on the road. Yeah, they've not, they've lost five in a row as well. Um, it's just not going anywhere. I mean, Cincinnati, I guess, would have been our next things to have happened since they yeah. won because it was to 27th of June that they last won. But um, yeah, it's, it's just dead for the, these two I mean FC Cincinnati it's a recurring thing every season saying like oh we need a good end of the season yeah, yeah. and they might take it into next year but is is that actually a thing for them well, where do we need to can they build on this Is or is this just uh, the one against a very bad team I hate to make it I don't want to keep coming back to Orlando but I think they're very relevant in this argument is we said the same thing about Orlando year in year out they're now sitting third in the conference I, I think you have to, it's like, as a Norwich fan, I look at Leicester and go, well, Leicester did it once. Mm. You know, you have to you have to aspire that something's going to change, but I don't know what there is to change. New stadium, new coach times three, four, new roster times six. I, I don't know. I do, I'm kind of just lost now. I'm, if I'm honest, I don't want to sound stupid, but like, I, you kind of just lose patience with teams. Do you know what I mean? I get that. Uh, the new CA, at least the new stadium gives something new for Cincinnati. It looks great. It really does look great. And I want them to do well. Yeah, it, it gives you at least something to think, well, they could maybe build on it and, and with the new stadium. Yeah. Toronto have just been horrific this season. We felt when they got rid of Chris Armas, they might have a change. It's not happened. They're bottom of the, um, the East with 15 points. Shout out Dom Dwyer. How's that going? <laughs> not very well. He's not going well with any of them, to be honest. So I think for Toronto, it is just a case of 
just see what you can get the rest of the season. Try and draw up some support for next year. Perez has come in. Maybe he can get to know his team a bit before next yeah. season. But nothing's going to happen for them. Um, rounding off the East End, because uh, there were one uh, cross-conference game, but the last game that featured both teams in the East was Red Bulls versus DC. It ended 1-1 in the end. Um, this was a, another example of a... Um, uh, the arm in an unnatural position. We've seen it and we spoke about it quite a few times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There were two actually this weekend. We'll talk about another one in a minute. But uh, Nealis for Red Bulls. So um, the Red Bulls had already gone one the look through Yearwood. And then DC got a penalty just before half time. Uh, it was a shot that came in. Nealis's arm, he's, he's put it out as he's gone to. Well, he's kind of gone to shield himself because from the shot. He's hit his arm and gone wide. He's given a penalty. Was it a penalty? <sighs> for me. If it's away from the body, arm in a natural position, I, d- I don't think these days, I know it's annoying. I don't think these days there's any, there's any argument. And mm. I'll tell you why. It's because I've seen so many, we've all seen it given against our own teams. And we've all been annoyed when it's happened against our own team. So you kind of, you just have to, that's the rules now. Yeah. Well, Do you know what I mean? It's Yeah, he went, he went to VAR. So the, there was at least some debate over it. The referee went and had a look on the screen, but... No, he's, he give it in the end. Ola Kamara put it away. Don't um, talk to me about VAR after <laughs> this weekend in the Premier League. I can't, honestly. Well, I, my team, Bolton, won 5-2 this weekend, and we're not in a league that has VAR, so that's the difference. It <laughs> Even does. the league above you doesn't have VAR. <laughs> no, it doesn't. Um, right, we'll talk about the the one cross-conference game then. Uh, SKC beat Chicago. Uh, SKC... Another good win. Um, the, How nice is a cross-conference game? Yeah, it, it was good. For goodness sake. Um, although it was game, the, it was over after six minutes because it was 2-0. I didn't even watch it. I'm annoyed uh, with myself. Maori scored on his home debut for SKC, but I'm sure he'll be thanking Bobby Shuttleworth for uh, his contribution in the goal. It wasn't great goalkeeping for him. And then Russell made it 2-0 uh, after that. Now, SKC, uh, they're obviously in a position, we spoke about Nashville, where they're, they're 13 points above the playoff line. They they're going to get in the playoffs. They, they're probably not going to be troubling uh, supporters' shield unless the New England Revolution have a disaster. So is it just a case for them of trying to finish as high as possible, get that home game in the playoffs? or Because uh, it it can be so awkward this time of year. You're going into the last eight games thinking, well, we've already, already achieved what we wanted yeah, to Yeah, you've got to do what you've got to do. We, I've said to you... I, if Orlando don't make the playoffs, is is a disaster. I'm going weeks back now. I said that that's a disaster. We know they're going to be there, and I'm thinking, right? Well, how do we get a home tie? You, you just you just got to do what what you need to do. You have to accept you're not going to win that shield. So home tie is the best they can hope for, and no one's going to remember where they finished. This is the bizarre thing that you know people who watch MLS year in year out that they're used to it. We're not. You know, if you've got eight games to go and you could finish fifth or second. You're you're gunning for second. You want to finish second in the in the Premier League, yeah, or the Championship, or you know that automatic playoff uh, promotion spot in the Championship or League One. It just doesn't really matter. No. <laughs> so you've just got to go right. Okay, well we want the we want the home. They deserve it. Ultimately, they deserve that. Um, Seattle, of course, have earned the earned the right to um, be in the playoffs and and have a home tie. When you're Kansas and Colorado, you're thinking, yeah, we we've been up there most of the season. We need to cement that. It's the best you can hope for. Yeah. Um, well, Seattle won again. They beat Minnesota 1-0. Uh, João Paulo with the only goal. Uh, Minnesota, they're six at the moment. They're, they're two points above the playoff line. 
there's obviously going to be worried air, of course, he is any team in sixth, seventh, even fifth are going to be looking over the shoulders. But, I mean, Minnesota have turned it around after a very poor start. So you'd think that they would be okay. Um, you, there's no harm in, and no shame going to Seattle, especially for, you know, start of the season. They got battered, didn't they? So to yeah, lose yeah, 1-0 yeah. this time uh, is an improvement. But, uh, yeah, Minnesota, should, we, they should be okay. But it's, it's going to be interesting heading into the end of the season. And uh, another team who could... Uh, fall out. Port- Portland, Minnesota, uh, RSL, they're in those final three playoff spots. And for me, they're not safe. Mm. They really, really have to kick on. And for me, the chances are one of those drops out. Yeah. That West, the, the West is very weak this year for me. For, for Dallas to have the start that they did and still realistically be in contention. They've got a chance, yeah. Is frightening. Yeah. Absolutely, you know this is this has been such a poor year for the West and uh, Vancouver still there after you know binning off a coach, literally one point off. Yeah. You know it, this is very tight. It's going to be a lot more interesting than the East, I believe, um, because I think any team in from fifth down, maybe excluding Houston and Austin, could could beat anyone. Yep. Well, you mentioned there about Vancouver. Um, they have ended their 10-match unbeaten run in eighth, which I'm sure they would have took 10 matches ago. But one thing, that ending their unbeaten run, it means that they have also lost the MLS UK show championship champions belt. Said that wrong, but we'll just uh, paint over that. Um, Vancouver... Let's. They held it for an impressive nine occasions. Is that some kind of record? I think it is a record. Yeah. So they. Uh, they be last time we spoke to you, we'd said they got Austin. They beat Austin. Yeah. And then uh, they have played the last four home. You know, games at home. I've got to point that out. Doesn't matter. Luck of the draw. But they lost this weekend at home to Portland Timbers one nil, and uh, they give up the belt. So Portland Timbers are our new champions. So well done to them. Um, they are fifth now, Portland. And you said they they will be looking over the shoulder, but they've done well. They've they've won. You know, if last few games, all been away, I think as well. Uh, they're showing signs now that they actually mean business, and and um, they will continue this run going into the playoffs. And they face Colorado next. They do. If there's a team that deserve this championship, it's Colorado. There is, but but you never know. Maybe having the MLS UK Show Championship belt around their waist could be a distraction. Maybe we could we could help Colorado fail. We don't want that. No, you don't want that. I'm just trying to find out who Colorado are playing after that. Hang fire, hang fire. Uh, well, this weekend they drew one-one at home to LA Galaxy. Uh, Vancouver. Oh, well. <laughs> could be going back to Vancouver. They've got a chance. Imagine what a farce this season is. Uh, but Colorado drew one-one. Um, they're unbeaten in eight now, Colorado. So uh, it would just make sense, wouldn't it, that they would eventually lose yeah. to Vancouver. Um, LA Galaxy are placed below them in fourth in the table, thirty-seven points. They, I mean, they're eight above the playoff line, uh, but they're five behind Colorado, who place above them. So LA Galaxy are in. If there's any team Absolutely. in the middle of nowhere, it is LA Galaxy. Uh, Chicharito was back though, which is a big positive. He didn't score, but he was back for the first time in twelve games. Uh, sorry, <laughs> Vancouver also play Houston after that. <laughs> Imagine. I'm not having if, if Houston end up our champions, then I'm retiring the, the belt. Uh, sorry, no one carry, can have it. carry on. I just got distracted by what would be absolutely genius. Um, yeah, LA Galaxy. Chicharito's back, so that's good for them. Isn't yeah, it? absolutely. And this is the thing we said before: if they'd have had him the whole season, personally, I feel like they could be second. 
and they would be pushing Seattle. The form he was in, if he'd have carried that all the way through, I, I personally think that they'd be up there with SKC challenging Seattle. We're never going to know. We're never going to find out. But there's still a chance that they absolutely make that top four for me. Um, but they'll be hunting down Colorado. They will, yeah. Um, trying to get into the third place. I can't remember the way it works out with who's at home at, at what stage. But yeah, LA Galaxy with their crowd as well uh, for a playoff match, which will be the first like playoff match in a few years. Uh, they I think, w- see, I wouldn't Seattle get the bye? Yeah. And then Kansas, Colorado and LA would get the home Right versus either Portland, Minnesota, and RSL. Is that right? Um, well, I mean, LA Galaxy will either way. They'll want a home game, uh, won't they? Because the crowd, they'll they'll yeah. be intense atmosphere. So, uh, yeah, that should be interesting. This they'll is also... why it's a shame that Portland are not up there for me hmm? because I think that would be a real interesting prospect having um, Providence Park rammed full for the playoff game. But it's looking like they're they're a little wide of the mark. Well, we'll uh, we've got a, a third of a season to go. We'll see. Um, we're going to be talking about LA Galaxy's. Uh, I, I will mention LA Galaxy's LA rivals in a moment. I want to finish uh, our roundup on them. Um, but uh, before we do, there's only one more other game to talk about. FC Dallas one, San Jose one. Uh, Pepe scored again. He's got, he scored for the US men's national team in the week as well. I mean, this guy is just the FC Dallas. Twitter account. I don't think we'll have anything to talk about if he if he leaves. Um, but good to see he scored again. He's I mean he scored four in his last three games for Dallas. Now this kid's incredible. Yeah, as you know, I get up at four a.m. for work every day. And when in that uh, at the other U.S. Men's National Team game, the FC Dallas account was just absolutely lit. like, when's he coming on? Why is he not on yet? When's he coming on? And I got to work and I was like, wonder if he came. Oh dear, they're not going to be happy. <laughs> um, but this was the other game where there was a, a debatable penalty. Um, you know, Hedges... Uh, for, so San Jose got, got a penalty after five minutes. Hedges slid in to tackle. Uh, the ball hit his arm as he was on the floor and it was not in a natural position. Um, again, is this... Are we just going to draw a line under this now and say if this happens, this is a penalty? Harsh, yes. Unnatural position, yes. Okay. Penalty. Um San Jose, three points off the playoffs now. You know, the same points as LAFC, who we're going to talk about in a second. Are they in contention? I genuinely believe that uh, LAFC, who we'll get to, Vancouver, San Jose and Dallas were all in contention still. You wouldn't put San Jose... I guess San Jose, I mean, they were one point above Dallas. Those two teams have just not been... They've not been consistent enough, have they? No, no, not at all. But this is the thing: teams like Minnesota, RSL, they're only just clinging on. And you, I don't, I don't think it's dead in the water yet. I think it's just Houston and Austin that are out of this. Mm. Okay. Um, the last game then, LAFC. This was as we record this on the Monday. This was uh, early Monday morning for us, so I've I've not really seen much of the game. Uh, but I wanted to do this last because we have uh, I put we we played it for Houston, the celebration horn. And uh, we had a message on our YouTube page on one of the comments from a guy called Brian who, who listens to the show and watches the show. Um, and he said, uh, "Can you make? are you going to make a big deal, this was last week, of LAFC beating SKC, which is a great win, we've got to mm, say. Because yeah, yeah. um, he pointed out, obviously, Rossi's left. He's gone to uh, Fenerbahce. Uh, Vea has been on and off. So it was a big win. He said, are you going to give uh, LAFC praise? And then he went last night and beat RSL 3-2. So Elliot, press the button. We are going to give them some praise. Well done, LAFC. Yeah, Super I'll, wins. I'll, I'll jump on that. I think they've brought themselves 
into contention, not just uh, mathematically, but I think mentally. I think the win against RSL is huge. They're the team that they're battling it against. You yeah. know, they're the team in that final spot. And I think it's a, they've laid down a marker there. Like you say, like Brian says, no Rossi. They are in, out, shaking it all about, and not really shaking a lot. Um, I, I really think they that was a massive statement. I personally think they'll make playoffs. I think Bob Bradley gets LAFC into the playoffs, regardless of who's on that field and who isn't. Yeah. I think it just happens. And uh, I know you'll probably agree. It's whether it's Minnesota or RSL that, that drop out. And I think for me, I've backed Minnesota all season. So all eyes on RSL. Yeah, well, it's going to be fascinating. Whatever happens, it will be fascinating. I mean, you've said before that, okay, the East on paper and, and what we've seen this season, sorry, the West, maybe not as strong as the East, but in the West... It's going to be exciting. We don't, like, we could look, we have a third of a season left. But um, you look at the seven that are going to be in the playoffs, we could give seven names. Chances are three of them are going to drop. You know, like, it could be anything. I think just because of, not because of something Portland, Minnesota, RSL have done. It's not based on form. I think based on MLS, Mm. one of those doesn't make it. Mm. But who? Comment. At MLS UK show, if you're brave enough, that is on Twitter and Instagram or comment on YouTube in the comments below. Tell us who you think will make the playoffs in both conferences, but in particular the West. Elliot Holman, Henry Hewitt, MLS UK show. So it's not been a great year for Toronto on uh, the pitch in MLS. Let's face it, uh, they didn't play in Toronto for half the year, but they are back now. And to cheer up the Torontonians, as I learned they are called. Uh, for uh, to try and give them a bit of spirit. We're going to celebrate the city of Toronto because it's the latest Henry's Guide. And this week, Elliot, it's Henry's Guide to Toronto. Famous, of course, for this uh, country version of Drake. <laughs> hey, Elliot. Hey, Henry. Did you know that Toronto is the largest city in Canada and the fourth largest in North America behind Mexico City, New York and LA? No. It's got 2.8 million residents and there are 10 million trees in the city, which means there are ju- there are almost four trees for every person. Wow. Uh, Toronto was originally called York after it was established, <laughs> first established by uh, British Army General John Greaves Simcoe uh, and then it was changed to Toronto in 1834. I prefer Toronto. Yeah. Uh, there's only one castle in North America and it is in Toronto, Casa wow. Loma. Is argued to be a gothic-style mansion and not authentic, but don't say that in front of a Torontonian, because they're very proud of their one castle in North America. How is there no castles in North America? Well, if you think there's loads in this country, but I guess they're all just like from the medieval times. You not seen uh, Cheech's house? It's massive. <laughs> Uh, and he's not at all gothic, I can imagine, anyway. He doesn't seem, me, seem no. like the gothic type. Um, the city nicknames are the Six, which references the six cities of Greater Toronto. They One are bad in the Six. Uh, Toronto, North York, Scarborough, or Scarborough, as I'm sure they call it. Uh, York, Eto, uh, Etobicoke. I can't so, so, sorry, what? Etobicoke. Yep. And East York as well. Wow, smooth. (laughs) Uh, You've not at all riled up the Torontonians. (laughs) Uh, And another nickname for Toronto is the Big Smoke. Uh, This was actually given to it by journalist Alan Fotheringham, 
uh, who claimed that Toronto is a city with a big reputation but nothing to show for it. So it's got all, all smoke and mirrors. A few MLS cups, but all right. Yeah. Uh, Young Street is the world's longest street at 1,800 kilometers wow. long. Wow. Uh, famous people from Toronto include Drake, Mike Myers, Sean Mendes, Neil Young, actor Dan Levy, model Winnie Harlow, and then footballers Carol uh, Larin, Jonathan Osario, Mark Anthony Kay, Liam Fraser, Tajan Buchanan, Junior Hoyler, and friend of the show, Kamal Miller. Did you have to mention Kyle Larin on the show? And finally, did you know, Elliot, that it is illegal to swear in Toronto parks? You have enough. Laugh. Well, you had you had to mute yourself there because if you was in a Toronto park, you would have been kicked out for swearing. Wow. Uh, it is uh, any anti-social. Can dogs still do a sh in there? Uh, <laughs> I think that's frowned upon as well. <laughs> but only if the dog then explained what it was doing. Ah, uh, okay. Fine. Yeah. Uh, so that is Henry's guide to Toronto. Is it time for Nashville yet? Not yet. That's uh... last. <laughs> we'll do another one next time. Not many to go now. Uh, would you like to play a game of The Crisis Right? Oh, not Three Lies on the Show. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, just uh, delete that from my prep. Uh, go on, Elliot. Hey, Henry. Yeah? Come on down. Come on down. <laughs> Smooth. Uh, welcome to the Jason Crisis Right. Uh, in the last episode, yeah. we did total career appearances. How did that go for you? Uh, not very well, but you did add some players that hadn't played in MLS, so it kind of threw me a bit. Yeah, Matt Holland. Yeah. Um, today, all players have played in MLS, mm -hmm. and because of the international break, we are looking at their international appearances. Ooh, okay. Uh, so, your first player is Sean Wright Phillips. Do you want to have a guess how many appearances he made for England? I think he played quite a lot. I'd say... 30? 36 is a good oh, guess. Okay. I'll give you that. Uh, but did Carl Robinson play more for Wales or less? Oh. I'd say slightly less. It was more. 52. Ah, okay. 50, 52 appearances. Uh, has Carl Robinson made more appearances than Luis Nani? Oh, Nani for Portugal. Mm. I'd say he played more than 52. I'm going to go higher. You think Nanny's played more? Yeah. He has 112. Has he? Yeah. Wow. 112 well appearances for Portugal. However, how about Javi Hernandez? Um, or for Mexico. I think he'd, he'd have played a lot, but less. Less? Yeah. Correct. By three. Well, really? <laughs> yeah. Wow. 108. Okay. Well, oh, 100. Nine. It would be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how about Zlatan Ibrahimovic? Um, Higher or lower than 109? I think this is tough. Yeah, this is tough. It's not going to be many, I don't think, either side. I'm going to say slightly less, though. It's more. 118, oh. sorry. Uh, higher or lower than 118? Michael Bradley, of course, for the United States of America. Yeah, less. It's more, it's 151. It's not going well. Right, redeem yourself. More than 151 or less, Wayne Rooney. Less, definitely. I don't think anyone's made 150 appearances for England. 120. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, higher or lower, Kai Kamara for Sierra Leone. Oh. <laughs> Just say less. <laughs> I don't know. It's much less. 33. Oh, really? I thought it'd be loads more. Oh. Uh, and higher or lower than 33? This is an interesting one. Go on. This is your final one. 
Jassy Zardes for the US men's national team. Uh, Higher or lower than 33? More. You think? Yeah. 62. Yes, yeah, good work. Go. Uh, you got at least one right there. Well done. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Better than last time. I've got to say, I'm improving slightly. Slightly. Uh, that concludes another episode of the Jason Crisis Right. Henry Hewitt, thank you very much for playing. Sit down. Oh, okay. Um, now, nowhere near the mic. Um, we need to have a look uh, as we head into the uh, dying embers of the uh, this episode of the MLS UK show. Wow, that's very posh for you. Uh, You're from you. Manchester. You can't say dying embers. <laughs> um, you may have seen, and I, I, normally I don't post what we've done in our predictions, but I was that shocked last time that <laughs> yeah. I, I felt the need to on our MLS UK show Twitter account because you were hopeless. At the start of the season, you were awful <laughs> in predictions. Now you've managed to claw it back to 4-3. Mm-hmm. Last time on the last episode, you correctly, and this must be a record, you correctly predicted four results. Can you tell me which ones? Because when when you posted the thing saying that I'd done really well, I couldn't work out which ones I'd got and which ones I hadn't. You correctly predicted that Philadelphia would lose 1-0 to New England Revolution. Mm-hmm. Houston would lose 2-0 to Portland. Vancouver would beat Austin 2-1 and then Colorado would win at San Jose 1-0 and you correctly predicted all of them results. So you got 40 points from that because remember, five points for a correct outcome, 10 for a correct uh, score. So you got 40 points. You won 50 points to 15. <laughs> the only one I almost got right almost <laughs> was uh, if you remember I predicted that Cincy and Miami would end 0-0 yeah, yeah, yeah. Breck Shea ruined that in the 90th minute do you remember I changed one of those as well and you did and you got it right yeah. Yeah. so uh, well done I mean, I've got to say that all jokes aside well done because that was really <laughs> impressive uh, so it's now 4-3 uh, so this is a big one this predictions it's uh, a double game week uh, so of course we only do it for the upcoming weekend yeah uh, but in uh, midweek, there are quite a lot of games, actually. We've got... Uh, so this is on Wednesday morning, Tuesday night. Uh, Tuesday night in the in the States. Yeah. Wednesday morning in the UK. Uh, Columbus versus Red Bulls. New York City versus Dallas. Toronto versus Miami. Um, there's also Seattle versus Laguna. Oh, League's Cup, isn't League's it? League's Cup, yeah. So, uh, of course, we want all MLS teams to do well in that. So good luck to Seattle. Uh, then on uh, Wednesday night slash Thursday morning in the UK, Atlanta versus Cincinnati, which... <laughs> if you don't win that. Yeah, um, that is a game that we... I, I tweeted after the result the other night saying the next two are big. If we yeah. don't win that, then we don't deserve the playoffs. Uh, DC versus Chicago, Orlando versus Montreal, SKC versus Minnesota, Austin versus LAFC, the CONCACAF Champions League. It's the first leg, Philadelphia versus Club America. Good luck to Philadelphia. Yeah, we they're both, at home as well. That's good. Yeah. Um, sorry, it's the second leg. Uh, America win to, uh, winning 2-0 on aggregate. So good luck to Philadelphia. We hope we turn it around. Uh, Portland versus Colorado. LA Galaxy versus Houston. San Jose versus uh, RSL. And then um, we go into Saturday, early Saturday morning, Friday night in the UK. So that's where our predictions will start. Okay. Starting with Inter Miami versus Red Bulls. Yeah. Um, I fancy Miami here. Hmm? Uh, 1-0 home win. Uh, I'm going to go 2-1. I think it'll be close like you, but I think Miami will win in the end and they'll continue the good form. Okay. Uh, Saturday night, Saturday evening, um, Atlanta versus DC. Mm, uh, Atlanta win this for me, mm-hmm. and I think it'll be 2-0. This should be a really good game. DC are playing good football. Atlanta play good football. They carry on playing like we did against Orlando. So it should be a big game. Um, I'm going to have to go with an Atlanta win. Of course I am. 
I uh, I would love them to get six points, even though I do think, having watched Atlanta the last two years, they will drop points in one of these games yeah. at home. But um, no, I fancy Atlanta to win. I think it'll be. I think three one. I think we'll we'll score three goals again. Okay, is the, I'm just going to ask you: Is there any way Columbus get a result away at Gillette Stadium? No, no. Okay, uh, I'm going three one New England. Uh, two 0 New England. Okay, Cincinnati versus NYCFC. Uh, I mean, Cincy will be encouraged by getting the first win at home. Then they'll inevitably beat Atlanta at Atlanta. But I don't. I know NYCFC have, have had injuries and stuff, but I just can't see them losing at Cincinnati. I think it'll be 1-0. 2-0 for me, NYC. Um, and Nashville, who are second in the East travel to bottom of the league, Toronto. Yeah, well, I mean, Nashville, I think it was a draw once it went Toronto. I think it was one of the first games back at BMO Field. But, I mean, since then, the momentum from being back in Toronto is, is just gone. So, I think Nashville, they've had some good results away. I think that will continue. I think it'll be 2-0. 3-1 I'm going for. Big score. Um, Austin are at home to San Jose. I, I'm going for a draw here. I'm going 2-2. Um, this is big for San Jose. I think they're, they're going to show momentum heading into the last part of the season. They uh, need to be winning games like this. I, I can see Austin... I just can't see San Jose winning the game. I don't think they're going to be to get that consistency. So I think Austin, I think it'll be 1-0. We'll just scrape a win somehow. Mm, okay. Uh, Minnesota at home to LA. For me, LA win this 2-1 on the road. Yeah, well, uh, this is a, a big game, Minnesota v. LA Galaxy. Um, I think it's big for both teams. Both teams wanting to consolidate their place in the playoffs. I can see Minnesota, I don't think they'll lose. So I think it'll be a draw. I think 2-2. Okay, uh, RSL host Seattle. I'm going big here. Yeah, four one Seattle. Four one. Yeah. Wow. Um, don't I don't. I don't ask me why. I don't think it'd be that emphatic myself. I think it'll be two one to Seattle. Okay. Um, how do you fancy a Texas derby, Houston against FC Dallas? Well, I mean, are uh, Houston going to continue their run? Um. I mean, Dallas won a few weeks ago, didn't they, at, at, at Houston? But uh, I I think it'll be a draw. I think 2-2. Two, two. Um, I'm going for a 1-0 Dallas win. Um, Club de Foot Montreal. This is on uh, Sunday evening uh, versus Chicago. I think Chicago win this, you know. Really? Yeah. I think Montreal... Don't ask me why. I know they got beat against Nashville, but I think they're quite strong at home. I think Montreal will win 3-2. I'm going 2-1 Chicago. Don't let me down, boys. (laughs) Uh, Philadelphia versus Orlando. Come on, Philadelphia. Don't let me down, boys. We'll lose this. Um, 2-0 Philly. Um, I think you'll score, but I think Philadelphia will score more. I think 2-1. Okay. uh, Portland versus LAFC. This is tasty. Yes. Uh... I actually think Portland will win this, yeah. but I don't want that to be a slight on LA's chances in the play in making the playoffs. Mm. But I do think Portland win this, and I'm gonna go oh three two goals. Um, we've kind of gone similar on a lot of scores this week, but I, I fancy Portland to win. Um, so I'm gonna I'm not gonna go as high in terms of. Both teams scoring this year. I think it'd be 2-1 to Portland. Okay. Finally, Colorado against Vancouver. Um, hmm. Colorado v. Vancouver. Potentially an MLS UK show yeah. championship game. Um, the irony would be just beautiful if it was. 
Uh, Portland and LAFC could be a champion, LA, uh, a championship game as well. By the way, uh, Colorado versus Vancouver. Then um, I think Colorado win. They're at home. I think it'll be three nil, two nil Colorado. Uh, so let us know what you think. Get send us your predictions at MLS UK Show Twitter, Instagram, or you can um, you can type them in the comments on YouTube, or you can email us hello at MLS Show. Right before we go, do you want to know? Who the game with the changing name player is? Uh, I already know, but yeah, go on, run through. I tell you what, then, just in case there's anyone who doesn't know, why don't you run through their full uh, career path? Because there was a, a, a Premier League team that you omitted from it, didn't you? Yeah, uh, so they played for Inter Milan, Newcastle United, uh, Wolfsburg, Ruben Kazan, went on loan to Birmingham City, <laughs> uh, Levante, Seattle Sounders for two seasons, and then uh, Shanghai and uh, currently playing for Wuhan. Oh, right. Okay, I didn't know he was Imagine still playing. Imagine playing in Wuhan in 2020. How many times did he play for Nigeria? 42. Oh, right. Okay. So he's uh, in between uh, Kai Kamara and... Uh, Carl Robinson. Carl Robinson, yeah. <laughs> uh, it's, of course, Oberfemi Martins, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was. Scared me there. Uh, well done if you got it right. Uh, well done if you didn't have to skip to the end to get it right as well. Uh, so that's almost it for us. I just want to say as well, um, thank you if you voted for us in the Football Content Awards. We really appreciate it. It's now closed. Um, the I think the the actual awards is on the 14th of October. I think it's in London. We'll be going down. Uh, Poppy, does the kit reviews will be coming with us as well as a part of Team Can ML- I have- as part of Team MLS UK show. Uh, so thank you very much if you voted for us. Um, I know a few of you were, were tweeting saying, you know, giving us your support, not only tweeting a vote, but also tweeting, help these guys out. So we really appreciate all the help. And um, yeah, so thank you very much. Indeed. Um, by the way, as much as we've hassled you to vote for us, could you also please leave us a rating and a review uh, on your podcast provider, please. Yeah, what's the key phrase this week? What's um mm. That noise, uh, no one can see this or hear it, but Elliot's dog has been in the studio of a whole show and Elliot making that noise has just woke the dog up. Uh, go on, what, what's the key phrase? Okay, because Finn the dog is here. Atlanta have got their own dog, so I thought the podcast should have its own dog. Uh, I think in you should title your review, uh, don't press pause. Get it? Pause, pause. So if you uh, leave pause. us a leave us a rating, leave us a review saying uh, saying that, then uh, we will mention it on the next episode. We'd appreciate it. Also, subscribe on YouTube as well and uh, click that notification bell. The things on the end of their legs. Yeah. Pause. I'm done now. Okay. I guess the show is done as well. I guess there's one thing for me to say. See ya. Find more great shows or join the team at sport-social.co.uk. Sports Social Podcast Network. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandslots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Turns and conditions apply.